0: Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck would begin a new message, which is titled, In God We Still Trust. This message was preached on the fourth anniversary of Rebuild Fellowship and draws from Psalm 40. So if you have your Bibles, please turn them to Psalm 40 right now as we join in with Pastor Chuck. Psalm
1: 40. if you dare say, I'm there. Hold on, God, one say, hold on. Amen. Amen. Facebook, for those of you that are on Facebook or you're in that community, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, and some other areas that I don't involve myself in, from time to time, they'll give you a memory. Right? Whatever you posted on that particular day, that particular year, All of a sudden, Facebook will give you a memory of something significant that took place in your life because it was significant enough for you to post about it. So what Facebook does is they will give you back what you gave it and remind you of what life used to look like. And if you can really view it through the right eyes, you'll see that it is a memory. It's something that happened in the past, which means I've already come to the other side. Psalm 40 is a memory for us. It is something that the Lord has given me to share with you to remind us of God's faithfulness that we can't take no credit for not a thing in this house. I don't care how good we look today, how generous you've been in your giving, all of that is a testimony of God's faithfulness in my life. And it also reminds us that His grace is sufficient. So here's a memory and what the Lord is calling us back to is what He told us in the very beginning. And in the very beginning He said, in Him we trust. So Psalm 40, Carolyn, gives us a snapshot of this. And I'm going to read from the psalm. We're going to read it all. And then I'm going to give you the title. Then I'm going to give you a few takeaways. And then we're going to go on to celebrate. Amen? Here we go. Psalm 40, verse 1. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and he heard my cry. Somebody can get happy in their soul right there. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a what? Making my steps secure. He has put a new song in my what? A song of praise to our God. Many will see in fear and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust. Who does not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after a lie. Verse 5, you have multiplied, O Lord my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts towards us. None can compare with you. I will proclaim and tell of them. Yet they are more than can be told. Oh, somebody just went and laced up your dancing shoes right there. Somebody just tighten them up a little bit. I can't tell of all the wonderful things that God has done in my life. Verse 6, sacrifice and offering you have not desired, but you have given me an open ear. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. Then I said, behold, I have come. In the scroll of the book it is written of me, I desire to do your will. Oh my God, your law is within my heart. I have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. For evils, verse 12, have encompassed me beyond number. My iniquities have overtaken me and I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head and my heart fails me. Verse 13, be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Anybody ever been there? Verse 14, let those be put to shame and disappointed altogether who seek to snatch away my life. Let those be turned back and brought to dishonor who desire my hurt. Let those be appalled because of their shame who say to me, aha. This is a moment where David tells his enemies, you lost. And you never had an opportunity to have victory over me. Oh, and let, let, me, let, me, let me bring that in for somebody. What King David is saying in this moment is, devil, enemy, you lost. And you never really had an opportunity at victory over me. I'm going to say it to you. So here's what he says. He says in this moment, enemy, you lost. And honestly, you never really had an opportunity to get victory in my life. Verse 16. But may all, how many? Who seek you rejoice and be what? Where? May those who love your salvation say continually, as for me. This little knucklehead named Chuck Reed. I am poor and needy, but the Lord takes thought for me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay. Oh, my God. The memory that I have, Brother Miles, is what the Lord told us, Brother Ethan, in the very beginning. He says, in God, we trust. So the title of my moment of encouragement for each and every one here in the room is In God We Still Trust. Four years later, the same thing, the fundamental of the faith is to still keep God on our mind. That though he slay me, yet I will When I can't trace his hand, I got to learn to trust his heart. Four years later, daughter, it's still necessary for us to trust in the Lord with all our hearts, with all our strength, with all our soul, to acknowledge him in every single way so he can make straight my path. What was true in the beginning is even more true for us now. In God, we still trust. King David is in a situation. He's in this reflective moment of his life because the last season of his life has been nothing but strife, struggle, and stress. I don't know about you, but it seems like the last two years specifically has been a lot of struggle, a lot of stress, and a lot of strife. King David is looking back over his life and he's saying to himself, my God has always been good. My God has always been faithful. My God has always been a deliverer. My God has always been a healer. My God has always been a restorer. My God has always been a redeemer. My God has always been a way maker, a miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. That's who my God is. And so as he's pinning his memoir to us in a bit, he says, listen, I want you to know that went through a season where the enemy was trying to tell me out. And the enemy was co-signing along with them. But now I remember that the Lord rescued me. When I was in the muck and my clay, the Lord reached out his righteous right hand and rescue me. So I'm writing this song, this song that I think many of us can resonate with is the song of redemption. It's a song of rescue. It's a song of overcoming. Nay, in all things, we are more than a conqueror through him who loved us. And so what the Lord is calling us to do, Rebuild, and family that are with us here today, is to remember what he told us in the beginning, and that his word does not change, because he does not change. And what he spoke then is still true for us now. And so you've heard me say many times that we as a church family, we're not striving to solely just be a body of believers. We are maturing into an army of trusters. Let me break down belief and trust. You see, when I believe, if you tell me you can make a sweet potato pie, I have no no other evidence to support that with. I don't know until I'm able to taste and see that you can make a sweet potato pie. And so then I can believe you told me you did it. I have no other reason to think that you can't make a sweet potato pie, but it's when you give me the slice. I ain't gotta wait for a fork, I ain't bougie like that. I just wanna put it in my hand and let the little bit of sweet potato fall over right here so when I bite it, I gotta lick my finger at the same time and then when I taste the goodness, I can then have trust in your sweet potato baking ability. What am I trying to say is, some of us have yet to taste and see that the Lord is good all you doing is believing you're knowing of god but you're not entering into a real relationship with god so you know beyond a shadow of a doubt i can trust you see i, I see before i get the evidence i stay in believing but when i get the evidence my believing becomes solidified it becomes firm and now it has matured into trust The Lord is not just calling us to believe, sis. He's calling us to trust. Oh, to trust Jesus, to take him at his holy word. So here's what I want to do today. I want to remind you, I want to remind you all that victory belongs to Jesus. But watch this, because I'm a joint heir, I get a part of the champagne party too. I get to put on the goggles, I get to go back in the locker room, and I get to shake it up and pop bottles with the rest of them. Now don't hear me in the flesh, some of y'all just went to the flesh immediately. Stay in the faith. You know how how people do, boy, they get real quick, you get my opportunity, boy, you open up that pastor, they gone. So here we go, I wanna show you the profile. I wanna show you the profile. I ain't lying, y'all know how how people do, y'all know how we is. I wanna show you the profile of a truster. From this Psalm, I wanna show you the profile of a truster. I'm gonna walk you through seven things. I'm gonna walk them through quick, right? Very quick. I want you to get this. This is not an exhaustive list, but I think this will help us mature into becoming, not, not just a soldier, but collectively an army. An army. We ready? Here's the first thing I wanna to give to us. The first thing out of verse 1 is one who trusts, a soldier in the Lord's army whose trust has a posture, has a posture. Verse 1, he says here in verse 1, I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and he heard my cry. I waited patiently for the Lord. We doing a lot of praying, but we ain't doing a lot of posturing in prayer. We asking God for a lot of things, but some of us doesn't, don't have a patiently and expectantly spirit in our prayers. This is not judgment. I'm not coming down on you. All I'm trying to do is get you to come on up a little bit. David said, in a season where the enemy was attacking me, where I didn't know to go left, right, forwards, or backwards, I had to do one thing and one thing only, wait on the Lord. But there's a posture in waiting, because some of us think waiting is, I just be still. That's not the case. You have to continually move your faith forward. So here's what he's saying. He said, you got to have a patiently and expectantly posture, because verse 2, you have a testimony. Testimony. Your testimony is your God delivered you from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and set your feet upon a rock making your steps secure. Okay, all right, some of us, right, I'm coming to you. I think you're gonna help me out, right? Uh, We got delivered, we got rescued from some places and from some people we ain't have no business being at and no business being with in the first place. That's since you've been a believer. We're not talking about before you came into faith. I'm talking about after you came into the faith. This is saying the Lord delivered you from a place you ain't had no business in and people you ain't had no business being with. I don't need to do the dozens on this one, do it? You already know, who can testify that the Lord rescued you? Yes, Lord. Thank you, God. This is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that God does for us, he did for us, and still does for us, what we are unable to do for ourselves, because the reality of the situation is, you ain't want to get out of that space, and you ain't want to get out of that face. Go on, here we go. <laughs> posture, profile of a truster. Number one, when you pray, gotta have a posture. A posture where you wait patiently on the Lord. It's other words saying, I ain't gonna move until God show up and show out. I don't care what anybody else saying, I know what God has promised me and I'm gonna stand flat-footed and firm on his promise and I shall not be moved. I wait patiently and expectantly. I can do that is because I have a testimony. My testimony reminds me if he did it before, the same God, right? The same God, if he did it before, The same God is the same God. Here's the third thing I want to show you. Second thing, second thing. I'm sorry, I went a little too fast. Second thing right there, I got a praise. Verse three, he put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Do you know that your praise has the power to break somebody else's chains? This is what I love to encourage the saints with, because we have been, um, um, how can I say this? We have been um, impacted by denominations. And so when we go into the text, we go into the text with a hermeneutic or a bias, hermeneutic just means biblical interpretation, we go to interpret the Bible based off our experience or based off of our culture. And so what we don't do is allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us into the truth because we think we are the Holy Spirit of truth. Oh, you'll never say it. That's why I got the mic and I'm going to say it for you. You'll never say that's who you are. But the reality of the situation, that's what you do because that's who you are. So he says, B., he says, watch this. He says, I put, a, I, I put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. This is not judgment. There's no set, determined way to praise God, except the way he says for you to do it. So if he says, clap your hands, all you people. Shout to the Lord with the voice of triumph. Now, I guarantee you, if you did it in the face, somebody's change just got broke.
0: And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. Thank you for taking your time with us today. If you would like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That is www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we'd love to have you join us. We meet weekly at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and you can find more details about what to expect and where we are on our website. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel. Please join us for our next episode as Pastor Chuck finishes up this message, which has been titled, In God We Still Trust.